There is no nobility in poverty. They're selling, Mortimer. Well, that's ridiculous. You're talking with dangerously. You've got to spend it. Spend it all. Oh, it's only money. The most valuable commodity I know of is information. Welcome back to another episode of Essentials, the financial primer show brought to you by the FinPipe Network. I'm your host, Jeffrey Williams, and coming down the pipeline this week, we're looking at financial bubbles and panics. What are they exactly, and how do they affect the economy? But first, let's define these terms. A financial bubble is an increase in the price of a financial asset, leading to a price tag that doesn't reflect the asset's actual value. Investors bid up the price far beyond economic reality as price increases become self-sustaining. Alternatively, a financial panic is a sharp decrease in financial asset prices, which lead to further price drops as panicked investors liquidate their positions. Many prognosticators take credit for calling the end to a financial bubble or panic after the fact, but few actually call them beforehand. We humans have ingrained psychologies and physiologies that lead us into investing behaviors that have resulted in financial bubbles and panics throughout our history. It is only recently that we have begun to understand the economic construct of the rational investor is not actual reality. Psychologists Daniel Kahneman and Amos Tversky questioned the rationality of human decision-making and judgment. This gave rise to the concept of behavioral economics, which was the antithesis of the efficient market theorists. Kahneman won the Nobel Prize for his work in 2002 and published a book on his research, Thinking Fast and Slow, which described his prospect theory and the heuristics the human brains use to interpret probabilistic problems. These show that human decision-making uses shortcuts, what he termed thinking fast, that defy logic, as well as mathematical constructs, which he termed thinking slow. Economist and biochemist John Coates, on the other hand, studied the human biochemistry of greed and fear by testing the blood of financial market traders. He concluded in his work, The Hour Between the Dog and Wolf, that humans fell under the influence of the hormone testosterone in rising markets. This made them drunk with success and encouraged risky behaviors in both their professional and personal lives. He also found that the opposite was true in falling markets where traders were losing money. The increase in the stress hormone cortisol caused traders to be depressed, cut their losses by panic selling of their positions, and fall into an inactive and passive clinical state. Investor behaviors based on human psychology and physiology question the logic of efficient market theory that assumes rational and logical investor behaviors. Financial bubbles and panic should not occur according to financial theory, yet they arrive with startling frequency. As some market experts remark ruefully, the once-in-a-thousand-years statistical probability events that are predicted by financial theory is actually occurring every few years. This is a major issue for regulators and risk managers schooled in modern financial theory. The problem, as economist and former Federal Reserve Chair Alan Greenspan remarked, is that it's practically impossible to recognize a financial bubble when you're in one. That's it for this week. On a quick programming note, this will be the last episode of Season 1 of Essentials. I hope you've enjoyed learning some financial basics with me over the last few months and feel more confident in your financial literacy. Stay tuned to our social feeds and check out finpipe.com for the latest news on all the other exciting content we have coming down the pipeline for you. As always, thanks for listening. Until next time.